Welcome in to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast with your host, Caleb. What's up, everyone? Hey, just so you know, I'm still under the weather a little bit. If you listened to last episode and you've listened to this one, I sound a little bit better. Maybe not as cool as I did the other day, but uh, still dealing with the cold. So my bad, guys, but I'll get there. Don't worry. Bringing you an extra episode this week. Wanted to throw out some news. We've been talking about, you know, a bunch of rankings, things like that. So I just wanted to bring out some news since we didn't, we're not doing really news in all of our episodes anymore. Got some new structures we're going to try out and hopefully you guys enjoy it. But uh, so first things first, guys, um, something that's very interesting because I caught me off guard is James White retired. Uh, I didn't really see it coming. I'm not sure what what's kind of spurred it. Um, but you know, I just want to say congrats on a, on a great NFL career. Uh, I shouldn't say great, solid NFL career. He had nine seasons, three Super Bowls. obviously. Thank you, Tom Brady, but he just had a solid career. I thought he was going to have another interesting season. Um, this season he always does. He's just, he's just usually a solid running back. Um, really good out of the backfield as far as receptions and things like that. But, uh, you know, I hope. You know, hope he and uh, he enjoys retirement and see what the next chapter is for him. Maybe he's an entrepreneur. But congratulations for him to be able to uh, go out and retire a Super Bowl winner, is, uh, of course, which is great. Um, something else that was interesting, Adam Sheehan was uh, traded to the Texans via Miami. And always an embarrassment when you somehow fail the physical for <laughs> for a team and they basically are now like, we don't want you. And, uh, well, you're not wanted by your team already. So <laughs> very interesting to see kind of what's going to transpire here. You know, he was only getting traded for a seventh round draft pick anyway. So that's not much, you know, capital that they're giving up or we're getting back even. So I don't know what's going to be on the horizon. They're probably going to try and find another trade partner. Obviously, if the Texans were in on this, there's probably not that many teams that were actually in on this to begin with. So I'm not really sure what the outcome is going to be with Adam Sheehan. If he's going to end up playing in Miami or if they end up cutting him, who knows? Uh, so just keep an eye on that. Not that he's going to be super fantasy relevant anyway, but uh, just going to be interesting to see kind of how that transpires. Another interesting thing, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is now being linked to the Browns. Obviously, we know what the Deshaun Watson issues. Um, the NFL is really wanting to make this, uh, you know, they they want more games. Six games was was ridiculous. I obviously was in total agreement with that. I think it's ridiculous that he got a six game suspension. I felt that it should have been minimum a year. And this isn't based off of you know just the fact of what's kind of happened. It's kind of everything that's you know preceded this as well. I mean, you you look at what happened, and even if this happened with three people versus the twenty four doesn't matter. The the amount to me isn't isn't what bothers. I mean it does bother me on a personal level and like a moral level, but as far as the suspension go, that the the amount isn't what bothers me. You do it you do it to one person or 15, it's still a problem. 
But where I have a problem is you look at all of the other suspensions that they've handed out over the years. And the most recent one that I can just kind of come back to was the year-long suspension for gambling with Calvin Ridley. I don't even know what else I need to say. Like, I mean, you got a year suspension for betting against the NFL when you weren't even on the field. You have to keep that in mind. He wasn't even playing. You know, he wasn't even on the field playing. So it is kind of frustrating that he still got a year suspension. Here you are, 24 alleged, upwards of 66 possible, to be honest, of issues of, again, alleged sexual assault and you get a six-game suspension. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. I don't blame the NFL for not agreeing to that. Obviously, the NFL PA, they need to do their job, and they, they've already done a pretty good one of not making this a year-long suspension. But I do think this isn't fair. I don't think it's fair for the NFL. I don't think it's fair for these women. And honestly, six games... I mean, for crying out loud, it already talked about, uh, you know, he came out and proposed an eight-game suspension, I think a $5 million fine. Dude, you should be losing, you should be losing way more than five mil, which he kind of probably is, pending on, I don't know what, you know, the settlements are, you know, so there's probably hefty settlement prices, so, but I mean, I mean, you did this, man. It's it's pretty clear. I, th- I, th- I would, I'm a proponent of a year. I'm fine with a year. I don't care. I don't, th- I mean... He's 66 people, man, 24 of them like coming out with, again, civil lawsuits. Like the power of public opinion is real on this one. And so many people that I've talked to, so many people, you know, you can read about online. They firmly believe that he screwed this up. And, you know, I I go back to some of the interviews he's had not very clear that he he's not saying otherwise. You know, I, I go back to the one where he was talking about, or he was asked, well, why should we believe you? And he didn't even come out and be like, because it's the truth. He just kind of blew it off and tried to change it to like, well, you know, whatever. And that blows my mind. So point of this all being, Jimmy Garoppolo might be playing for the Browns if this suspension gets longer than six games. I don't I don't blame the Browns. I mean, you got to look at the rest of your team. Your team's ready to go. Obviously, Kareem Hunt coming out and wanting a trade. They've already said, no, we're not going to do that. But bringing in Jimmy G would actually kind of solidify the quarterback role a lot better than what they have now. And I just, I think it's crazy that you go and give up so much to get to Sean Watson. Now he can't play. Now you're going to have to give up things for Jimmy Garoppolo and pay another quarterback on top of that and Jimmy G for this season just to get through this this season. And, you know, again, I don't blame Jacob- Jacoby Brissett was not going to be your answer. He can be your answer for a few games, but not for a full season. So that's going to be intriguing as well. Pay attention to that as we move forward this week. I know there's some other stuff, but I also wanted to get into, you know, some ADP checks. So just going through, been doing some mocks, you know, the other day, and I'm just sitting here thinking, my goodness, I got to go back and look at some of these ADPs on these guys. Like I'm looking at my rankings. I'm looking at where some of these guys are going. And I just want to kind of throw some out there. I've got a bunch on here. We'll go through some more in a deeper level, um, you know, in an in a episode and down the road. But I just want to kind of throw out some guys that, I want you guys to keep an eye on things that I'm hearing in training camp that are really good. You know, they're going pretty late. 
So yeah, I'm just going to run through a few that I don't like, and I'll give you some reasons why. Um, one, AJ Dillon. Um, don't get me wrong, guys. Love AJ Dillon. He is a tremendous talent, and I firmly agree that he is draft worthy. Where I do not like him being draft worthy is being drafted in the fourth and fifth round where I'm looking at other actual starting running backs going. Like, I don't understand why. I I really don't understand why he's going above um, other running backs. I mean, even Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson is going way later than he is. Cordell Patterson was a top... He was a top running back last year. He finished at a number 11 or 12, depending on your format. So I really don't understand why an A.J. Dillon is going so stinking high. And again, you know, hey, you guys do you. If you want to take a you want to take a shot there, that's fine. But I really don't understand that one, guys. I mean, it's it's not that it's the talent. I get the talent. I get it. I get it. I get it. But A.J. Dillon should not be going that far above some other people. I mean, even for crying out loud, guys, I know it just came out today that Rashad Penny's been doing, um, you know, dealing with a groin or something. He needs to get that squared away. But I mean, even Rashad Penny is going after him. You know, I mean, it's just, I, I just, I don't know, man. I've even seen Damian Harris, um, who might be on the trade block. Um, I've even seen Josh Jacobs go later than him in some drafts. So, guys, AJ Dillon should not be going that high. Another one that I'm going to throw you guys for a loop with. Justin Jefferson, okay, he is number one or number two on most people's rankings, all right? Non-negotiable. He is elite, okay? And he's number one on mine, if I'm not mistaken. I already forgot, but, you know, you guys will get over it. Um, Actually, I'll just pull it up real quick and double check. I'm pretty sure he's number one. Yeah, he's number one on my list. So I've got him ranked number one. But where I am not taking Justin Jefferson as 102 or 103 or the 101. (laughs) I'm not taking him that high. I'm looking at Justin Jefferson maybe at 105, 106. Maybe 104, depending on what kind of draft I'm doing. I'm not taking him 101, 102, or 103. And I have literally seen him go in all three of those spots. Guys, that is way too high. Um, Really way too high. Honestly, 106 is where he should be going. 106, 107. I'm kind of okay if you want to sneak him at the 105. And again, depending on your scoring format and how you're going to be, you know, what your draft setup or what your league setup is, I've seen him go at 104 and that's okay. It's not great, but it's okay. Um, but just keep in mind, Justin Jefferson is going to be elite, but guys, you can get some way better. You can get just as many points from wide receivers later in the draft as you could possibly see from Justin Jefferson. It won't be the same, but it'll be very close. But you won't be able to find that same as a running back in, the, in those later rounds. Um, Another ones that I'm not a fan of. Dude, Josh Allen going in like the middle of the second round. I'm never okay with quarterbacks that early, but even even for Josh Allen, that's really early to me going at the 205. Uh, Debo Samuel going at the 212 now. Here's why. I, th- I feel like you guys need to start paying attention to this. Trey Lance and Brandon Ayuk are really hitting it off. Debo, to me, man, is starting to make me very nervous. Uh, Debo is a talent, but he is not going to be a running back. He's not going to be getting those touches out of the backfield this year. And if he's just going to be a wide receiver and Trey Lance is hitting it off with another one, you know, it's like, it's going to be really hard for Debo to, to be the guy in that offense. Um, 
I just I don't see it. So I'm a little hesitant to take him even in the second round. I'm pushing him back to like the middle third, even the late third. Another one I want to talk about, Alvin Kamara. Guys, he's still going on the second round, early second. He's going to have a six-game suspension this year. I don't know why people are forgetting that he's going to have a six-game suspension. Please, you need to drop him. He should not be going in the second round. He's going to be missing almost half the year. So he needs to be way, way later, fifth, sixth round even. I, I wouldn't be taking him till then. Um, some guys that I want to let you know that I really like that are going super late. And uh, we'll wrap up after that. Um, but one of them, Adam Thielen, guys. Adam Thielen is going at the 6'10". That is a phenomenal, you know, probably flex spot that you might be taking in the sixth round. That is awesome. He has been very, very good over the last few years. Obviously, with Justin Jefferson on the other side of him, he will see way more touches. But Adam Thielen is still a talent, man. He's still going to score. He's still going to get in there. He still had 67 on 95 last year. That's really not terrible. He had 10 touchdowns. Um, but I don't even think he, he didn't even play the full season last year. I know he finished wide receiver 28, but that's not normal for him. He can he can definitely come back from that. So don't think that why, um, that Adam Thielen won't be able to have an improved season. He definitely will. I know he's getting up there in age, but he'll be fine. Um, another guy, I, I just talked about him a minute ago, Rashad Penny going in the eighth round. Man, that's a starting running back that has a really, really high upside this year if he can stay healthy. Going in the eighth round, you cannot beat that. You will not find running backs of his caliber that late in the draft ever. So keep an eye on him. If that groin is fine, he is a really, really solid pickup to take uh, to take later. Uh, another shocker for me, Hunter Henry, guys. Hunter, look, Just look at what Hunter Henry did last year, and I think it's going to even improve this coming season. Um, him and Mac Jones, you know, Mac Jones, as he takes another step forward, um, Hunter Henry is just going to, again, going to improve with it. <clears throat> so, uh, Hunter Henry, 50 receptions on 75 targets. That'll definitely go up. I mean, he finished tight end nine, but he's being drafted in like the 11th round, almost the, almost the 12th round guys, 11, 10. He had nine touchdowns. He was a touchdown machine last year and he was great inside the red zone. So I think that's he's going to improve again this year. I think he's going to get... And we know what Hunter Henry is. He's very, very talented. It's just going to come down to Mac Jones on this offense. I think he's going to be he's going to be fine. He's going to just have another really good season, but he will be a top 10 um, and definitely a number one tight end. And getting him in the 11th, you don't have to jump early on those Kyle Pitts guys or um, even the Mike Kosecki's, you know, the George Kittles, Darren Waller, things like that. If you guys miss out on some of those top, those top tier guys, Hunter Henry is a great pickup later. All right, let me give you this last one, and I'm going to hop off, and we'll chat more about it on the next episode. Um, but I'm still going to be a huge proponent of Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is a late-round quarterback going in the 11th round as well. And just every year, he finds a way to finish in the top 12. You're looking for somebody who's not going to run the ball. He's just going to just be consistent, man. I mean, he's one of the most consistent quarterbacks that you can play in fantasy. Again, he finished the quarterback 11 last year. Um, that was in half-point quarterback play, actually. But uh, let's go put this at PPR. There we go. Still finished 11. Uh, 33 touchdowns, only seven interceptions. That's the, that's what you want to see. That's what you want to see. He had plenty of top t- uh, top finishes. He's going to win you weeks. He's not going to be flashy getting you 40 points, 35, 40 points. But he's going to get you right around that 20 to 25 mark every single week. He's really, really good at it and give you some sprinkles of 30-point 30, 30 weeks. That's what you want. And you're getting him in the 11th round. 
That's why you don't need to take a Josh Allen in the second. Because you can take a Kirk Cousins and he'll still get you th- almost 360 points in fantasy. There you go. So, guys, we'll keep uh, keep an eye on some ADP checks. We'll do some more for you in another episode. Uh, but thanks again, guys, for listening to the Football Monsters podcast with your boy Caleb. And I'll catch you next time. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be rude, in the mood. I can be rotten. I can be cool, man, like a fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you. Yeah, I feel like a monster. And I'm just in a home show.